0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day you're watching this video. This is Dr. Eric Tangumon-Kem with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. There is great potential in you, no doubt, God created you and endowed you with special abilities and has a unique mission and purpose for you. I had to come live right now because somebody needs to hear this. Blaming, complaining, and making excuses is killing you. Blaming, complaining, and not taking responsibility has kept you where you are. Blaming, complaining, and making excuses is robbing you of the potential that is in you. Blaming, complaining, and making excuses is the reason you feel stuck. Is the reason you are frustrated. Is the reason you hate where you are. Is the reason you hate your life. Is the reason you feel as if the world is passing you by. Blaming,
1: complaining and making excuses. It's tantamount to getting into a cell, locking the door,
0: and throwing the key in the deepest part of the ocean.
1: Blaming, complaining, and making excuses. It's why you are failing.
0: It's why you're not making progress. It's why you are poor, broke, and in bad health. Blaming, complaining, and making excuses is why you are out of shape. It's why your health is going south. It's why your bank account is depleting. It's why that business is not growing. It's why. You are sad, you are depressed, you are oppressed, and everything is happening to you. Blaming, complaining, and making excuses
1: has not helped you. Are you not tired and sick of being tired and sick?
0: Are you not tired and sick of being broke? Are you not tired and sick
1: Of being unhealthy are you not tired and sick of being stagnant are you not tired and sick of not making any progress in your life you will never you will never make any progress as long
0: as you have good excuses you are blaming other people and you are complaining. It doesn't matter what your complaint is. I am not saying you should refuse reality. It doesn't matter what your complaint is. It doesn't matter what your complaint is. As good as that complaint is, the complaint may be referring to what other people have done to you, The complaint may be in in regards to where you were born. The complaint may
1: be in regards to that bad boss, the terrible co-workers,
0: systematic racism, systematic whatever. It doesn't matter what your complaint is. The only good thing the complaint is good at is keeping you where you are. Every excuse is good. Every excuse is, is legitimate. Every excuse is wonderful. Makes you feel good. draws sympathy to you. How does the excuse help you move forward? How does the excuse help you win? How does the excuse change your situation?
1: You know how you win? You look for a way. You make it happen. No
0: matter the odds, no matter what. You quit. You quit. You quit making excuses. You quit blaming other people. You start taking responsibility. It is 100% on you. Where you are today, it doesn't matter what has happened to you. You made choices. You made decisions. You took actions that have positioned you where you are right now. It is all on you. I know you you don't like to hear this, but that is the truth. If you don't accept this, forget it. You are stuck. There's no way out for you until you realize.
1: What happens on the outside is on the outside. But what happens in the inside Is what is going to move me from
0: point A to point B. Quit making excuses, quit complaining,
1: stop it. It's not helping you at all. It's time to stop it. I started by saying that
0: or the topic is: how dare you, how dare you put God in your pocket? How dare you? How dare you? I have a book here. I want you to get a copy and read it. This book and what I'm about to say is for Christian immigrants. Christian immigrants. Christian immigrants. This message is for you. I'm going to spend some time in the future to dive into the book, but I just felt like I need to say this today. How dare you? Who calls the name of God? How dare you put God in your pocket? How dare you? How dare you?
1: How dare you say that people can stop God How dare you? How dare you?
0: Is God that small? Is the God that you are serving that small? That you think people can stop God? Can you show me any instant in the Bible where God gave a promise and people stopped God from fulfilling that promise? Why are you suffering from the grasshopper complex? Wake up! Wake up! I'm being very particular to those of you who are living in North America and you call the name of God. You are born again child of God and you are living in North America and you are complaining and making excuses
1: and grumbling like people who don't know God. Let's rewind a little bit. Let's rewind a little bit.
0: God promised the children of Israel that they were going to occupy the promised land. Moses sent out 12 people to spy the land. The 12 people came back, the 12 spies, and they said, yes, God promised that the land was going to be flowing with milk and honey. Sure, we went there, we saw the lamb, it was flowing with milk and honey. And we brought back some of the produce of the land. This is it here. Everything is in alignment. It is in alignment with what God told us the lamb is going to look like. God has not lied. But, but, but. Ten of them said but, but, but. God did not tell us about the giants that we saw in the land. As if as if God did not know there were giants in the land. To make matters worse, these people, these 10 spies said, we looked like grasshoppers before these giants. It is impossible. We cannot take the land. If we dare step in, these, grasshopper, these, these people are going to crush us as grasshoppers. Only Caleb and Joshua said, God has already said, we can take the land. Let's move forward and take the land. But the ten other spies did what? They complained, they grumbled, and this spread into the entire population. And the people said, no, we are not going to die. We are not going to get into that land and be killed the grasshopper complex, putting God in their pocket and thinking that what God has promised, God cannot deliver.
1: Did God ask you to migrate to North America? Did he? If God told you to move to North America, and right now,
0: people are trying to stop you, it can be racism, I don't know, what, the, or I don't know what, what obstacles you are facing. Have you talked to God about it? Or you are fighting in the flesh and complaining and grumbling. Oh, it's too difficult. Oh, it's too hard. I can't do it. Because you are trying to do it in your own strength. If God brought you here, he is with you. Nothing can stop you because nothing can stop God. I want you to remember that. Quit complaining. Your problem is not the color of your skin. Your problem is not your accent. Your problem is not where you're coming from. Because you have zero control over it. Your problem is that you've bought into a lie. You've allowed fear to dominate your life. Remember, God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power, of a
1: sound mind, and of love. It's time to wake up and believe the promises of God and begin to confess
0: them and walk in them. Unfortunately, for these ten spies and all the, all the, the rest of the congregation that refused to believe God, what they were afraid of, happened to them. They all died in the wilderness. Only Caleb and Joshua entered the promised land. Why? Because they confessed it. They said we could do it. God said we believe God, we trust him. It doesn't matter what you are going through. You are not the first person to migrate. You are not the last. Joseph went to Egypt. He prevailed because God was with him.
1: Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they went to Babylon. They prevailed because God was with them. Is God with you? If God is with you,
0: stop speaking like those who don't know God. If God is with you, stop confessing like those who don't know God. If God is with you, if you are on God's assignment, speak and carry yourself like somebody who is on the mission of the King of Kings, of the
1: Lord of Lords, of the Alpha and the Omega. Stop putting God in your pocket. When you complain, when you give excuses, when you blame, you are putting God in your pocket.
0: It's time to stop it and get up and start doing Speak with boldness. Speak with courage. We don't have the spirit of fear. And that is why without faith, it's impossible to, 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 to uh, please God. Please, don't tell me about the so-called reality. The reality of the ten spies was the giants, but it was God's reality of the promise that God has given to them. It doesn't matter the condition on the ground. If you're complaining, if you're making excuses, if you're blaming, you've lost it. You are never, ever going to win until you change and realize that you have what it takes to win and that you are willing to get up and fight. Yes, God has promised, but you have to fight. Start by the renewal of your mind. Stop believing the lies I have been told about you and stop using those lies as excuses
1: for not doing what God has called you to do. Nobody can stop God. Nobody can stop you. I hope you've heard and heard clearly. When you blame, when you
0: complain, when you make excuses, you lose control. It doesn't matter how good the excuses are. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all what other people have tried to do to you and what they've done to you. It doesn't matter. What matters is how you respond. And lastly, lastly, the things in life that you have zero control over, for example, your gender, where you were born, who gave birth to you, the color of your skin, you know those things that you can't change, you were not consulted, to be born at this particular time in a particular place. It's none of your business. Don't let those things stop you. It's a distraction. If you are using those things as an excuse, the things that you have, don't have control over, as an excuse for not doing the things they you're supposed to do, you are shooting yourself in the foot. You have a lot of things that are under your control. If you focus on those things and you start exerting the control that you have, you're gonna win and win big. You can control what you eat, you can control when you eat, you can control how much money you save, you can control the books you read, what you watch, who you listen to, those are under your control. How are you doing? What good books have you read? What good book are you reading right now? When was the last time you read a book not because of training at work, you actually picked a book up and read it because you want to grow in the area of your finances, you want to grow in the area of your relationship, you want to grow in the area of your business, whatever areas you need improvement, your health, exercise.
1: How are you doing? What are you reading? What are you listening to? I'm sick and tired of all the complaining and the wimpiness. It's not happening be transformed
0: by the renewer of your mind. Be transformed by the renewer of your mind. Be transformed by the renewer of your mind. You need to change your mind about your circumstances. You need to change your mind about your situation. You need to change your mind.
1: And the only way you do that is by letting the Word of God define your mission and your purpose. If
0: you want to focus on what your eyes can see and you use that as excuses to blame, complain, and make excuses, you are stuck. You will not enter the promised land. But if you choose to believe God's mission for you, speak it and walk in it, you will enter the promised land. Thank you for watching. Share this video, and I encourage you to get a copy of this book, Where is Your Home? The Call for Christian Immigrants to Engage in uh, uh, Mission Day. God brought you to North America because the need for God's kingdom to expand. That is your mission. We're going to get into this subject later on with time and talk more about it. God bless you.
1: You have what it takes to win and to win big.